Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday, and welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. Now don't forget if you're new around here, go ahead and hit subscribe, go ahead and leave a five-star rating or a review. Uh, we'd appreciate it. And it helps uh, the algorithms tell the powers that be that you like us and that other people might like us. And so we kind of show up higher in the search when you do those things. And, you know, it's just nice and we appreciate it. It helps other fangirls find us. And you know, it is no fun to fangirl alone. So take a second if you haven't done it yet and just go ahead and do all those things, please. Thank you. All right, Ashley, my girl, she is back. And we have, well, we have this episode and then we have one more episode coming up of WandaVision to uh, to discuss, to to break down, to cry, to scream, to cheer, to do all of those things because it's Marvel. And that's what Marvel dorks like us do when we are watching these shows. Um, Ashley, to say hi, tell everybody where they can find you online. And then let's talk about episode eight of WandaVision. Hey everyone, I'm Ashley. You can find me on my website with ashleyandco.com, on Twitter at that Ashley Aaron, at CBR, and on my own podcast, Geek Girls Universe. Perfect. All right. Uh, so, you know, just one quick note. I know WandaVision had a shaky start for some folks, and I'm hoping at this point they realize. <laughs> they realize their mistake in ever doubting Marvel. <laughs> I guess that's what I want to throw out there. Uh, because <laughs> I just was struck, particularly with this current episode that we're going to talk about. This was the most gut-wrenching, heartbreaking, tying all the things that had anything to do with Wanda and Vision um, back together. Uh, for me, anyway, that that I could have... I. It's one of those, like, I didn't know I needed it, but this was exactly what I needed kind of episodes. And they just gave it all to us in this incredible almost hour of of entertainment, of content. And um, yeah, it was, it was a lot and it was very powerful. And I just absolutely love how smart the folks are at Marvel in their storytelling. They brought us back. They took us back through basically all of Wanda and Vision's lives, you know, their their experiences and gave us little nuggets of filling in those those blanks that we didn't have before. And again, like I said, I didn't know that I needed to know about Wanda's life when that bomb hit, right? But the way they portrayed it and the way it ties now back into this whole series was just masterful. It was just so good. It was it was absolutely wonderful class in storytelling. And um, this is a series I will go back and watch over and over again. And I didn't think I was going to say that about WandaVision. What about you? What do you think? You know, when they first announced it, because it is like the weirdest, right, of all mm -hmm. the shows announced, I was like, I'll watch it. It's going to tie into the movies. It it should be interesting. I had no idea I was going to love it as much as I do. Right. Right. I, I honestly thought this was going to be like the, okay, pat it on the head. Cute. We watch WandaVision. Move on. Not, yeah. not this in, it, very 
incredible, intense ride that they have taken us on that uh, started with a whole, you know, Dick Van Dyke <laughs> tripping over the, or not even tripping over this time he walked through um, the the chair scenes. Uh, it's, it's been a wild ride and, and absolutely worth uh, every, every moment of it, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so yeah, let's talk about episode eight and uh, let's get in here. Um, as we as we go through this, I just want to make two comments before I forget them. Uh, as we go on, there were um, two main things that stood out to me for this episode. Uh, one, the DVDs. We'll get to that in more detail here in a minute. But we finally get the connection as to why those first couple of episodes were so weird and that we were watching, literally watching WandaVision, right? We were watching Wanda's TV show. And now we know why, because they brought it all back around for us very clearly. And then the other gut punch that I had, I mean, amongst others, but uh, this gut punch that I had was realizing that Wanda's last memory of her parents was them sitting on the couch together to watch a show. And that's what she does with vision. That's what she recreates with vision. That moment of them, you know, spending time together, sitting down and watching a show. And that's her last happy memory before her life was torn apart. And uh, yeah, those are the two like biggies that kind of stood out. And then I have a couple of other suppositions that Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe you are clued into it or you read into it differently than I did. Um, but it has to do with Loki. And when you get to that in our recap, I'm going to bring him back up. Okay. So just be All prepared. Right. <laughs> I'm always ready for talk, to talk Loki. Oh, I, I know. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Go for it. Go ahead and, and start the rundown. All right. I'm going to try not to cry because as you were saying, this one was very emotional and I was not expecting to uh, be as emotional about it as I ended up being. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I was actually like getting emotional listening to you talk about like the, them watching uh, TV together, but yeah, yeah, I'm going to do my best. All right. So this episode started with the backstory to Agatha and where she came from. Uh, We go to Salem, Massachusetts, 1693. That is when the Salem witch trials are going on. And at first, it seems like she's about to be tried as a witch. However, it's her coven that's actually trying her because she has somehow been practicing dark magic that is above her age and station. Um, This to me, ties into the fact that she has that glowing book, which my theory is it is the Darkhold. Mm-hmm. And that that book and by proxy, the spirit that possesses it is the one that taught her how to do this magic because she clearly was not there yet uh, based on how her mother, whom she murdered, <laughs> was acting. Mm-hmm. We also see that the brooch that Agatha has been wearing was once her mother's. Then we get back to the basement And Agatha presses Wanda. How is she doing all this when she doesn't even know about the basic spells? Because Wanda's powers have now been rendered useless based on, you know, just the general witchy runes that and spells that Agatha has cast in her basement. She even confirms that Pietro was her doing. She calls him Pietro as in (laughs) Pietro. And I giggled. Um, It's not necromancy. As we know, that's not her real brother. So she did a possession so who is he possessing to look like that version of Quicksilver? 
We're unclear. Maybe we'll find out next episode. Mm-hmm. She does mention the word transmutation, which all X-Men fans were like, oh my gosh, there it is. <laughs> the mutant uh, mention. And she insists that Wanda tells her how it is possible that she's got all these. She even like says it. She's like, you're controlling things miles away. You're you have these interlocking stories like this is a, a show. How are you doing all this when you don't even know how to do basic stuff? Um, and Wanda's like, I don't know. I don't know which she has said before. And Agatha's like, well, we're going to walk down memory lane and figure out how to do it. And she forces Wanda to basically do the rerun of her life. And it starts on that night that her parents were killed by that bomb in Sokovia. And this is where it all ties in. Like you said, back to episode one, Wanda's favorite sitcom is the Dick Van Dyke show. And that is what they're watching when that bomb hits and that bomb has that same ticking as the stark toaster from the first commercial as well. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. there's they tied that, that back in. in too. Yep, yep. Yep. They sure did. And it's interesting when I was watching age of Ultron again, the other night I said to my husband, I was like, I bet you she stopped that bomb, but didn't know how she did it. And that's where they went with this. She somehow managed to stop the bomb from detonating. It's not that it was a dud. She was using her powers. She just, didn't know what she was doing, which is very classic X-Men mutant uh, coming of age type story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so Agatha's like, cool. So I see a baby witch who stopped a bomb from detonating. But how did we get here, Wanda, with this massive use of power you got? So next we go to the Hydra facility where she and her brother were experimented upon using Loki's scepter to uh, unlock their powers, so to speak. All right. This is our Loki reference. uh, This is our Loki reference number Mm -hmm. one, right? Yes. Loki reference number one. So, you know, I just know, I mean, this has been in this story all along, but I also know how Marvel works and I know that they don't like bring, uh, they don't bring something into a story or some prominent item or whatever uh, without having some kind of tie-in. And I just can't help but feeling that since we have um, Loki coming, you know, that the the series is coming out in the future, right? Mm -hmm. That we're getting at some heavy Loki vibes here. Now, one thing I wanted to mention was when they were sitting on the couch and they were getting ready to watch a show and they said something about shenanigans and they try to describe what a shenanigans is and they're like, you know, mischief and, um, you know, yes. scary, but not really scary and kind of stuff. But anyway, when I like my ears just perked up my Tom Hiddleston, please give me more Tom Hiddleston <laughs> ears perked up. I know it might be a stretch, but I was like, I wonder if somehow, some way that's kind of like just painting this first brush of, getting us prepared for mm-hmm. God of mischief, right? Are we thinking yeah. there's any tie in with that? And then in addition, then we see the Loki scepter, which I know that whole story was already there. It's not like it was created or even tied into WandaVision, but this is the first time we see how it affected Wanda. Right. Well, you know that I firmly believe Loki could show up mm-hmm. in Westview. We mm-hmm. talked about that last week. Um, but did actually- he, did he in this episode? Loki? Yeah. He didn't... I don't think he showed up this week. Okay. I think he's coming. Because... I don't want to jump too far ahead, but... 
where did that deed come from? You know the, how the deed to the house was sitting on her on her seat when she came mm-hmm. back to the car. Mm-hmm. I think it was already there because she, she didn't just look always had to it. See it. Yeah. Oh, see, I was thinking like, where did that come from? Like, how did how was that there? Did Loki bring it and drop it off for her? <laughs> I wish, but I I lean towards more. She already had it on the seat. Okay. And she, All right. I, I think she wanted to. Well, we could talk about it when we get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get there. Um, but yes, no, I wrote a whole article over at CBR, um, and I'm sure Patty can drop that link for you guys, yep. uh, that I tied in Loki from last week. And I'm like, look, I could totally see Loki showing up being like, your savior's here, Westview. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just see some kind of possible connection. I don't know. Oh, definitely. If he doesn't show up either in the show proper or in the post credit next this week, I'll, I will be surprised. Um, see, this just seems like something that he would get a kick out of, especially Loki from... 2012 Loki. Yeah. Yes, the 2012 <laughs> For Loki. Sure. Uh-huh. That was definitely into stirring the pot any which way he could, right? And oh, yes. So, so that's why I ca- kind of kept going, is it just wishful thinking? Am I just dying to see Tom Hiddleston back on screen? <laughs> or is this something that could really be happening? So I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting to see Tom Hiddleston <laughs> on screen. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm trying to keep my expectations so I can be su- surprised if it should happen. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we got Loki's scepter. We got the Hydra facility. She enters the room and the Mind Stone. So the Mind Stone is encased inside of a gem, essentially, in that uh, scepter. So the gem itself kind of detaches from the scepter, moves towards her. It's floating. She reaches out to touch it. It breaks apart. And we see the Mind Stone, the yellow Mind Stone. And in that, like, bright power, just like, emanating off of the stone we see her as scarlet witch proper floating in the air you know it's mm-hmm. like a premonition at that time for her this is what you're going to become you're going to become this like omega level being that is a capable of so many things she passes out the hydra people don't see any of that the security footage just show her walking in the room and then her falling over None of the glowing, none of the premonition, none of that. So then Agatha's like, okay, I'm getting a, you know, she's like, I'm getting a theory here, but I need more clues. I'm like, she's us at home, right? Right, right. right. Each week. All right, I got something. It's a little fuzzy, though. What else can we learn? So then in heartbreaking scene number one for me, we walk into the Avengers compound. This is post- uh, Age of Ultron a little bit prior to Civil War. And Wanda is in her room, just she's grieving. And Vision comes in and we see this beautiful uh, moment between them and really the start of their relationship. Because she's, you know, it's funny in the parts where she's trying to explain why sitcoms are funny to funny because he's like, oh, it's funny because the man got hurt, but he's not really hurt. Ha ha. Like just like a computer would be trying to learn why something is funny to a human. Right, right. But when he tells her, like, what is grief, if not love persevering? I, I, I got teary eyed with that. Um, 
whoever wrote it, that line like won yeah. the, the year because that Seriously. was a beautiful, important, Im- expressive, mm-hmm. perfectly put line, and then it was placed right in the right spot for this show. Yeah. So yeah, that it, line was just gorgeous. It was beautiful. Um, and it made me think like we know that in Civil War, uh, Tony is like, how did you get distracted? You're not supposed to be distracted during the battle. And Vision was like, I'm not sure. But this is where it started, clearly, where he becomes distracted by mm-hmm, her. He's mm-hmm. becoming more human, less android. Um, and I thought that was really nice to see. But before we can sit too long in our feelings of, oh, Vision's so great and this is so sweet, <laughs> Agatha comes back in and she's like, all right, so then what happened? Because now you don't have Vision to bring you back from the darkness. And again, Wanda's like, I just, I don't know. And she's tired. Um, And Agatha pushes her. She goes, but you wanted him back. He's gone and you want him back. You want him back. So then we go to the sword facility where Wanda goes to retrieve Vision's body. And that footage Hayward shows was fake. We knew he was a liar. He's a liar. He is. 100% a liar. 100%. And he totally uh, doctored what he turned around and showed Mm -hmm. all of S.W.O.R.D., which, you know, now we know. Exactly. Dude's bad. Dude's straight up bad. Yep. Um, I hope, and one of my predictions for this coming week is that Wu punches him in the face. Um, I want Wu to punch him in the face. Somebody needs to punch him in the face. I need him to punch (laughs) him in the face, and then I need a song afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I punched I Keanu Reeves. I punched Hayward. I mean, I punched director Hayward. Come on. I need a song. I need a song. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm still humming Agatha all along. Oh, stop <laughs> but- it. I finally got that out of my head. I am not I am not exaggerating by any stretch, you guys. This is how my mind works. That song, and I, I can't be the only one, but that song sat with me. Um, I would wake up in the middle of the night singing it. I'm laughing and then I, <laughs> yeah, and then I couldn't go back to bed. And then I finally got it out of my head, I think Sunday night. And it was like, I'm not, again, y'all, I'm nuts. But I woke up, I think at 3 a.m. on Monday morning, <laughs> singing Agatha all along. And I just had to get up. Like I couldn't, I couldn't stop. I was so tied into that episode i had to get up i had to go watch it again to kind of i was like i don't know if i'm adding to it or if i'm exercising the demons i don't know what i'm doing but it was like i could not function because i kept thinking about that but i I, it honestly it was probably a good four or five days before agatha all along was not taking i kept saying she's living rent free inside my head but everything (laughs) about that whole episode and the way Catherine hahn is just so magnificent um, that, and then the the song again. You know the mm-hmm. Lopez's. Come on, guys, the, the Lopez's. We got to give them some cred here. Um, it was all just fabulous. Uh, it, so yes, Agatha, all along, I, I'm right there with you. I really could not sleep for a couple of days. I mean, <laughs> or I could sleep, but then I'd wake up, and if I turned my brain on at all, gave it even an inch, Agatha took it a mile, and I had that song <laughs> going on on a loop. It was terrible. <sighs> I believe it. Yep, 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 yep. So yeah, I'm also here for more theme songs. But anyway, so Hayward Hayward needs to be punched 
straight up in the face. I'm, I'm good uh, with that. I, I like Wu. I, I vote Wu. Oh, Darcy could punch him too. I'd be okay she, with that. She could. I feel like she's going to be busy possibly helping Wanda and Vision decommission the surprise uh, from the post credit. But Wu could totally punch him in the face. And yep. then Darcy be like, yeah, because you're a beep. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Wu, go ahead. You did it. Anyways, <laughs> that's my like super like fun theory that I want to see happen. Um, so we see that Wanda's not there to steal his body. She's not there to bring him back to life. All she wants to do is lay him to rest as one would want, you know, when you're grieving uh, a loss like that. And he's just like, yeah, no, I'm not letting you take $3 billion worth of vibranium and put it in the ground. I was so mad. I was like, you jerk. Anyways, he was, was goading cold. her though. No, he was it was cold. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cold. He was. He was. He was being, cold. Mm-hmm. He was goading her to do something. He even said, oh, "I don't want you bringing Vision back to life." And she's like, "I can't do that. I just want him to. I just want to bury him." So he shows what they're doing, and now he claims that they're decommissioning him. That he has the legal authority, aka the Accords, aka massive eye roll, aka I'm Team Cap. Um, to do this and Wanda obviously when you see somebody you love android or not being taken apart and like literally laying in pieces she's upset she goes into the room so that part of the footage was accurate she did break the glass she did float down into the the room but after that she doesn't do anything she just walks up to vision to say goodbye and using her power to kind of see if she can feel him which was heartbreaking she says, I can't feel you, which is the crushing counterpart to their Infinity War scene when he's like, I can just feel you. I know. That is me. They like, tied oh, everything oh, back. Man. Things yep. that like, so my history with Wanda and Vision was, I liked them, but I never, they never grabbed me, right? Their, even right. their connection, even their relationship. I was like, oh, that's nice. But it wasn't something I was, you know, really focused in on or I was really trying to understand more of where now because of WandaVision and how powerful both of these actors have just portrayed themselves Mm -hmm. and their love and their, you know, experiences and everything that has happened. I was so thankful that they brought us back to Age of Ultron and and into Civil War and that we got to see some of these these moments again and these connections. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh, it's the greatest love story. <laughs> Hiding in plain sight. We just didn't know. <laughs> yes. It was, it was sad. I was so emotional. And so she leaves, she leaves sword. She does not take vision's body. She gets in her car. She glances at the envelope you mentioned earlier, and she drives to Westview, New Jersey, which is still a, a real town at this point. Uh, we see a lot of the quote-unquote characters from WandaVision, including her, Mrs. Hart, the mailman, and Phil, um, just doing life in town. You can tell the town is still, like, rebuilding, right, from the blip and mm-hmm. everything that happened. Mm-hmm. And she drives to, like, the end of this cul-de-sac to where their home is. And what was in the envelope was the property deed. I'm going to get, like, really emotional. The property deed for their house that they bought and she's looking at it and Vision wrote to grow old in with that heart. And I was just like, I was crushed. I was crushed for her. 
I was too. It was, that was so very sweet. But I was also, like I said, I was a little confused as to like, wait, was that always, did she always have that? Did that just show up? Like what's happening here? And that's why I kept thinking that like she found it on her, on her seat when she came back from that whole experience. But like you said, it probably makes a lot more sense. And it's a lot simpler to just that she had it with her. She took it with her when she went in to see his body and she was just planning on, um, burying him and you know that's what was going to happen and then she mm-hmm. didn't get that and so instead she's just filled with all this powerful emotion and that tidal wave of grief that she's having and she heads off to the city and, and the location that that vision had um had 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 bought for her mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me of um so you know Rogue One is essentially the opening crawl of A New Hope. And now when you go back and watch A New Hope, it's like it's more traumatic for you because you've mm-hmm, seen what that mm-hmm, sacrifice is. Mm-hmm. So when she said to Thanos in Endgame, you took everything from me. Of course, we thought at the time she was just referring to Vision. But honestly, this point, when I saw this scene, it's that that came to mind. And it was just like, he took everything, like every, oh. everything. Like I just had happily- like total, a total cheer- chills just go through my body because yes, yes. you know, sh- that moment he took, in, mm-hmm. he took her love. He took her future. He took her happiness. He took like her life essentially. Um, and we're seeing it now like in full, you know, unfiltered like emotion. And it's just, it was crushing. See, and this is this crushing. again, like I know I keep harping back on it, but guys, I just have to express this. I have to get it out of my head. This is what I'm talking about though. Like that moment when I watched it happen in Endgame was powerful. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal. It, she was emotional. It meant a lot. But now that we've really explored Wanda and what happened to her and how her life came to be and how her experiences came to be and how her relationship and and how her and vision became a thing now when i go back and watch those shows especially that moment I, there's i i won't be able to handle it i will be just right. sitting there flooding the place with tears because whoa right like the connections uh-huh. that they have made going backwards it's just so smart and so fantastic. And I just, I love them for this. I, I love a good storytelling technique. And I feel like they did this without feeling cheesy. Like, and it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, like smacking us over the head, making it, I felt like it was also just a very subtly, very beautifully done uh, portrayal. And I, I just enjoyed it a whole heck of a lot. And um, yeah, now, I mean, I watching that, that scene, that those last, 15 minutes or whatever of, of end game are hard enough. I'm not sure if, uh, if I can make it through now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough. Um, so as you said, she's standing there, she's overwhelmed with her grief and her power just kind of explodes out from her. Uh, it covers the town. It creates the hex. And this would explain why she didn't really know what happened because she wasn't actively trying to create this magic. It just kind of happened out of her grief, out mm-hmm. of that raw, um, just that raw emotion that she had. Um, so as everything gets changed over and it's the 1950s, 
um, version, what we see in episode one, again, it all goes back. She's then standing inside this house that Vision and her were supposed to build together. And out of her body, her power's coming out red and it's forming Vision in his like, you know, the yellow Mind Stone type uh, power glow, I guess, because each power has its own color. Um, And it explains why Vision can't leave the Hex. He's clearly tied to the magic of the Hex. And, but he's definitely still sentient because she can't control him. So it's a very Mm -hmm. interesting um, thing to think about that this vision is alive enough to not be a puppet. And he retains powers that he got from the mind stone. Yeah. We haven't seen him do the blasty. I don't know for lack of a better phrase, the blasty thing (laughs) from the top of his head, but we've seen him phase. We've seen him fly. Um, so yeah, it's just interesting. Then it cuts to Agatha on set, just clapping. She's sitting in the audience chairs. You and I have both done set visits. I laughed because I was like, I've, I've sat in chairs like that. Yep, right? yep, yep. Been on <laughs> sets. And it was so funny to see because you know that's actually the set. And Agatha's applauding. And she's like, oh, great. I finally figured it out. And she goes, this is chaos magic, which is a total comic callback. Um, and he, dubs her the Scarlet Witch. But the way in which she says it, right? She goes, you're the Scarlet Witch. You're something of legend. You're something of myth. So it's almost like she is that Omega level mutant, which are godlike mutants, which that's what it makes it sound like, right? That you're this legendary myth that's not supposed to exist, this all-powerful witch. Okay, so question to you. So... um you threw in witch, you threw in mutants in the comics. Are they exclusive or are they the same things? Like in other words, can't is Agatha also a mutant because she's a witch or is a witch a witch and a mutant is a mutant. It just turns out that she's a witch and a mutant. Like she, yes. she got both. She got blessed right. with the GNA superpowers. So a witch is a witch and a mutant is a mutant. Uh, Wanda just happens to be called the Scarlet Witch. So I okay. think they're kind of, and the way they kind of presented her in this, uh, well, so far, I mean, right, she called her a baby witch, but what mm-hmm. unlocks your power? So it could be that she's kind of like a hybrid version, unless they're going to lean full on into she had the X gene and the Mind Stone kind of made it more powerful. So we'll see. But yes, no, they're not, you don't have to be, you're one or the other, typically. Wanda's just very special. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, so, of course, uh, Agatha still has her kids. Right. And that's kind of where we end, right? Is that she is like, you're the Scarlet Witch. And it ends with Agatha with the kids, her cackling about it, the revelation. And then there's that post credit scene. And this post credit scene was something out of a Marvel movie, honestly. This was like a big reveal at the end of, you know, Avengers or something where you're like, holy crap, now I got to wait a year to figure out what's going on. But we only had to wait seven days, so it's coming. (laughs) But we see that Hayward and his shady, shady self kept Vision's body. He wasn't, quote, decommissioning him or taking Mm -hmm, him apart, which mm -hmm, we knew. Rather... He's been trying to bring Vision's body back online, but has not been able to do so. Until, yeah. Until he takes that drone that he sent in 
to hit Wanda with that's kind of radiating with her power, hooks it up to a machine and pulls the power off of that to bring, we're going to call him White Vision, White Vision back online. So this reanimated Vision, he does the whole like evil Coulson thing I thought of you, the evil Coulson <laughs> uh, clone, like even the hand gesture, like, oh, look, look at my hand, you know, yep, kind of thing. Yep, yep. Um, I kind of uh, predicted a while ago that he was trying to bring Vision back online as or like Ultron. I would not be surprised if Spader is going to be the voice. That would be so cool, honestly. It's been rumored that that was the deal. I, I can't remember if somebody saw his name on a credits, you know, list that got leaked or what the deal was. But yeah, that's that's the rumor is that there's that's one of one right. of I don't know if that is the big reveal in this um uh, next next one, but uh, if that's it, no offense, Marvel, but that's not Luke Skywalker, Mandalorian, <laughs> I, I reveal level. Okay, so I'm still holding out that I get like Keanu Reeves showing up somehow Ooh, in I the would, MCU. I'd be okay with that, right, right, right. <laughs> or Loki kind of pops in and pops out, or you know uh, yes. something that would be Friendly cool. Hiddles. Uh, you know what? If hey, look, if Colson wants to make a big brand, <laughs> I would be fine with that as well. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, I had heard that that that's possible, yeah. and I mean, from based on what we saw with this end credit scene, I think that's a highly likely prop, you know, probability that we're going to right. see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see this vision take on the, uh, our vision, I guess. Um, because this vision won't have any of the Mind Stone capabilities that Hex Vision does. Right. But Hex Vision also has um, like emotions and decency. Right. And this vision is going to be ruthless. He's, yeah, he's just, he's literally what Ultron wanted him to be, the mm-hmm, final form. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't think to, to ease your fears, I don't think Spader is the big reveal because oh, Bettany was <laughs> saying it was someone he hadn't worked with. Oh, and he's worked with him before. They've obviously right, 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 worked together. Right, 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 so, right, right. And also, like, I feel like that one, I just, I feel like they've done it like Baby Yoda. They've kept it off the internet. So no, no one actually knows who the actual reveal is going to be. It's Keanu Reeves. I mean, I I saw one theory that it would be Pacino as the devil. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm here for it. <laughs> you have no idea. I'd be so excited. Like as an old Mephesto before right, he right, reabsorbs right, right, right. the kids, you know, right, right, kind of like right. Mother Gothel. <laughs> like, can you imagine Pacino? Pacino could nail it and not even speak and just sit there and just be so cool and devilish. And then he reabsorbs the kids and becomes young. And then maybe Keanu is the younger Mephesto. Oh my gosh. That would be, <laughs> that would be banana pants. That, that it would be would because they would call back to the devil's advocate. That's what I was like, going to say. <laughs> that would be, yes. <laughs> that would be throwing back to that wild movie. Oh, oh so, it's my so gosh. good though. It's trippy. Yes. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. That and woo punching Hayward. And Monica, like, beating the crap out of Fieto, Fietro. Fietro. <laughs> oh, that's right. Monica wasn't in this episode at all. So something. No, Where's Monica? All this was kind of happening while, I guess, Monica's dealing with uh, Fietro. Okay. So I'm, not, guess, I'm not so. even exaggerating. This last episode <laughs> needs to be, like, three hours long. because I think I saw it's going to be 50 minutes. 
That's not long enough, Marvel. It's not. I don't see how you can tie all this up. Which they're like going, we know. That's why you're yeah. going to come back and go see the exactly. movie when it comes out. Patty Holiday, we know how this works. And I'm going to be like, yeah, you know how this works. Also, um, I feel like even if it was like four hours, we'd be like, it's not long enough. <laughs> so. Well, this is 100% <laughs> true, 100%. Uh, yeah, this, like I said, this has just turned into such a joy. I mean, we knew, we knew Marvel, we knew in the Marvel series is, Serieses, a series were announced um, <laughs> that it was going to be very cool and very amazing, but we had no idea what they would bring us and what level of production. And then I remember reading, um, in fact, one of our uh, mutual friends, uh, her husband is involved with casting of, of Marvel stuff. And um, she had said that we, we will all be blown away by the uh, quality of the shows once they come out. Like, in other words, they weren't skimping just because it was on TV. It was still going to be Marvel quality, you know, big screen TV or big screen, you know, experience just on Disney Plus, right? And I can't say, you know, she didn't oversell it. I feel like that's <laughs> literally what we've gotten and what we are enjoying. And it's just been, uh, it's been a fantastic ride. And it's, got me very excited to see where all these next series are going to take it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. I, so tell me what you think is going to happen. I, I honestly haven't put any true, real, actual thoughts down as to what I expect to happen in the uh, final episode. My only expectation is that um, we're going to get a teaser for Captain Marvel 2, Monica's powers are going to be blown up for us or something is going to happen there where we're going to get a little uh, teaser there. Um, obviously, we're going to get a cliffhanger of some sort that or maybe it's end credit scenes of some sort that get us prepped for Doctor Strange. Too. <laughs> um, maybe Doctor Strange is going to show up, right? Because the people have been talking about that as well all along. Um, and then, you know, maybe something with a Loki tie-in for the series. And I just keep saying that because Loki's whole shtick is going to be a time travel situation. And again, the fact that um, this whole process just seems like something he would enjoy. The 2012 Loki would really like think this was a hilarious situation that all these fools have gotten themselves into. So that's a stretch. I mean, I know I think because I want it so bad, I don't really think it's going to happen. So I'm not like putting a lot of hope on that. Um, but those are my only two like big three, if you want big things is that I just feel like they're going to prep us uh, for future Marvel experiences uh, in this last hour that will, we may not even catch people like me may not even, you will probably catch it all, but people like me may not even catch it all until those shows start coming out or until those movies start coming out. And then we'll see the tiebacks to WandaVision. We'll be like mind blown again. Right. Um, so that's my expectation. Those are really, that's all I have. I, I don't know if the kids are going to come back and actually be, um, be kept. I, I have that. I know that in the comics, that's they, they don't, they go away and then they come back again later. Right. I just have a hard time. <laughs> I think as a parent and being touchy feely and watching this with kids, 
um, having Marvel like put that on screen where somebody like absorbs kids or what, like, I don't know. It just feels like it's going to be a harder sell um, for audiences to accept um, now that like, it's okay for comic book audiences, but for moviegoers, does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, we're not as yeah. we're not as into the weird as you guys are <laughs> at, as comic book readers, right? And so that's my only question is like I'm not sure that they're going to actually like make them go away unless they go away in the sense that they re- were really never there. They were completely made up like, you know, we mm-hmm. were all being fooled, which I don't think is the case. I feel like Darcy said, oh, no, those are Wanda's babies. And Monica was like, no, I birthed those babies. I helped, you know, I, they're real. So I don't feel like they're fake. But um, anyway, so those, I guess that's all I got is I don't know. Um, what are your expectations based on comic books and or just your gut feeling? Because so far you've been pretty spot on. So <laughs> um, I, all right. I think we're going to see Wanda's new suit that has been kind of uh, hinted at in the character posters. Um, It will look very, the overall outline will be like what she saw in the Mind Stone vision. She'll wear the headdress. I believe the headdress might help her kind of control these chaos powers of hers until she learns better management. That headdress may or may not be given to her by Dr. Strange. However, I do believe he's going to show up if not in the show in the post credits for sure. Um, I believe that vision will be completely annihilated. I think he's going to sacrifice himself with the help of Darcy Wanda. And I think there's a redemptive arc for Agatha as well. um, That together they'll take out vision, white vision. And to the point where there is no bringing him back, right? He'll be dust. But I think in the process, it's going to take our vision as well. Here's the thing. I can't I can't with killing off vision a third time. I know. It's like, kinda traumatic, but I don't but really I, see I, I honest, moving forward. I know, but I just I I uh I can't. <laughs> and it's not just an emotional I can't. It's a almost like a the storyline version, like how many times you can kill this guy off. You know? Right. So so I'm kind of hoping that maybe there is some way they're able to redeem him maybe not um maybe not in the continuity sense because yes you're right he lives in the hex he can't not exist except for in the hex but maybe there's some goodbye for now wanda shuri will bring me back in black panther 2 see look i'm throwing out black panther 2 <laughs> um <laughs> you know what i'm saying like put me on that google put me on your uh your um on your, your hard, hard, hard drive. And I'll come back and see you when she's able to get me rebooted in my new form or whatever. I just, I don't know. I just need some hope that there's some future for them in some way. And that it's not a complete and total, like he is for real gone this time. Um, and that's not just because I need more Paul Bettany because he's just been fabulous in this, but, um, it's truly the, it's the storytelling element of it all that I just feel like, crushing us a third time like how many times can vision go through this yeah would I just mean, be a, a big negative to me i will be very salty if they kill him off <laughs> completely i'm okay if they kill him off for now with the idea that we're gonna bring him back but i'm gonna be pretty salty if it's a straight up like he boom he gone yeah i i mean i see that i i could see there being a way forward using 
uh, Shuri's technology in Wakanda for sure. Um, but I, but I think I'll stay with the, he's not making it out of this series at least. Mm, even if okay. he comes back later. Uh, I do believe the kids are going to be gone. Um, I agree. It would be hard to watch as a parent, as a human, I feel like, um, when it comes to kids and this reabsorption thing, I don't know how they're going to handle it. Um, they might age them up. So it's less dramatic for us to watch or traumatic, I guess. Uh, or, you know, random thought he absorbs them, but there's still a way to get them back kind of thing. And she needs strange's help. So not a dead, dead, but a comic dead where they can come back as well. Uh, I think we're going to get the Mephesto or the whoever the real big bad is. I think that reveals coming. Um, and that will be tied into whoever is actually controlling Agatha. She clearly learned this dark magic from someone, something. I think she's going to have a redemptive arc. She's a fabulous character. I mean, Catherine Hahn is amazing with the best theme song ever. So um, I need her to stick around. Also, I'd love to see her and Loki, 2012 Loki, get into some mischief together. Um, But yeah, no, I think Agatha's going to be freed of her uh, possession, so to speak, that we're going to get our big bad reveal. We're going to have some more tears. (laughs) I want Wu to punch Hayward in the face. I think Darcy's going to help on the, um, like, like I said, the tech side of vision taking down white vision and Monica. I don't, I didn't really, really think about a captain Marvel two tie in, but it's a good possibility. I see her using her powers, maybe just a smidgen, like as a tease, you know, it's like a, Ooh, look what I can do. But you'll have to wait to see more as mm-hmm. she takes out fake Pietro. Uh, Pietro might end up being uh, Franklin, the beekeeper who went missing. Oh, look at you. <laughs> well, I mean, she did say crystalline possession. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. Use, and so you know, yeah, he made was, him look a certain way. Yeah, he has to be, he has to be tied up. I mean, that has to tie up, right? Right. I need to know about the beekeeper. So yes, I'm with, okay, that one I'm on board with. Let's make that happen. <laughs> yes. Um, and like I said, I think Loki's going to show up or there's going to be another massive reference to him and his show. And I think the final shot will be Wanda will return in Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm, okay. All right. And that's where I land. That's All my right. thoughts. Well, we shall see. And everybody that is, oh my gosh, I think I'm, I think I'm going to have to do it. I think I'm going to have to stay up till 3 a.m. Uh, I know. I was thinking the same thing. I'm mm-hmm. like. So text me if you're up. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Um, yeah, and I got I got to see what happens. Um, I've been pretty good about waiting until my family gets up and gets moving, and we're able to sit and watch it together. Which is why every Friday, Ashley's like, "So, so," and I'm like, "I oh, haven't you're watched so it nice. yet." I am not that one. I, I know. watched it without them several times. Normally, I am, <laughs> but um, I well, what happened when I when we first started when the series first started, nobody was interested. I couldn't get them to sit down and watch. So it took, I think, until episode four, when episode four came out, they, my, um, two, my two daughters and my husband finally sat down while I was out, um, doing yard cards one night and they sat down and they binged the whole thing. And so after that, they've been in on it. And I was just so excited that they were in on it. I was like, okay, then we'll watch it together. Yay. And so we've been able to do that, um, ever since. 
However, I am I am thinking that's not going to happen on Friday. I'm going to have to just, I'm probably going to wake up like my internal alarm clock is going to snap and I'm going to hear that song, Agatha, all along. And it's going to make me get up and I'm going to have to go. <laughs> watch it. I just know it's going to happen. So um, we will be back. We, we are going to have this whole big discussion uh, yes. to wrap up this whole thing and see. Oh. Where they take us and where they're, (laughs) yes, what they're going to do with us. But um, Ashley, thank you so much for taking the time to to fangirl with me on this one. Mm -hmm. I knew I needed somebody who had a little bit more comic book experience than I had because I just don't, I'm not that geek and you are. So I super appreciate you um, taking the time every week to have this discussion. And the good news is we got a lot more Marvel coming our way so we can keep having these discussions (laughs) throughout 2021. Uh, All right. Anything else you want to share before we wrap this one up? Nope. I think we got it all covered. I'm going to emotionally prepare myself for Friday. That's all I'm going to be doing this week. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, you guys, we got to keep fangirling the MCU and come back next week after you watch that final episode. And we're going to talk all about it and see how right Ashley was because she's been right all along. And then we're also going to see how many like, you know, twos we're going to need to look into uh black panther two, dr strange two, um, captain marvel too we'll have to see if any of that might be factoring in into um the future of uh, the mcu and all of these shows that we're getting and uh come back and visit us again next week you know where to find us because you know it is no fun to fangirl alone bye y'all bye